before I dive into this episode, I want to invite you to a free live workshop with me. It's June 13th, and the topic is bad managers. I love this topic. I know you probably don't, yet you need to know the types of bad managers and what to do because you might have some mediocre leaders on your teams. Please check it out. It's June 13th. It's free to everyone. You just need to go to awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Once again, awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Hope to see you there. Have you ever left a meeting, walked out the conference room door, or if it's a remote meeting, clicked end meeting, and then groaned to yourself about something you said or did? Oh, I can't believe I said that. Or, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Or maybe you said, wow, I sounded so stupid. This is self-talk, you talking to yourself. And while that seems obvious, it's actually a much deeper and more important topic than you probably think. And while we can tell ourselves anything, the vast majority of us struggle with negative self-talk. We harp on ourselves, we beat ourselves up, by expressing what we did wrong or what we don't like about our behavior, experience, even appearance. When you learn to recognize your self-talk and understand why it's there, you're going to be a better leader. So let's talk about your self-talk. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, that is possible. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are just around 15 minutes. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to the Leadership Shot. I'm Lila Blinktown, and I'm excited to talk to you about what you tell yourself about yourself, your self-talk. Now, I hope that some of you, when you hear self-talk, some of you think about the Saturday Night Live comedian Al Franken. This takes us back to the probably late 80s, early 90s. He had the best character, I think, as an example of self-talk. And he was a, somebody struggling with self-esteem, and he had a fictional show called Daily Affirmations. And he told himself things to make himself feel better, positive self-talk. I deserve good things. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with. Those were some of his favorite affirmations. So I hope you check that out because it's entertaining. Joking aside, self-talk is real. Self-talk is literally what we tell ourselves about ourselves. I know that seems obvious. It's the comments we say out loud or silently about what we're doing and about our value and what we think about what we just did. Or again, think about our experience, appearance, what we said, all of those things. Self-talk can be positive, negative, instructional. It can help you self-regulate. It can be motivational. There are lots of different types of self-talk, and there are many ways to think about it and to categorize it. I'm going to list at the end two resources to help you if you want to learn more about it. For now, I want to help you identify your self-talk. Get you in a situation where you start to hear it more and then change your talk track. Change any broken records you have going on in your head about what you're thinking. Maybe negative, 
hopefully positive, but probably negative about what you're doing and your value as a leader, your value as a manager, as an employee, anything like that. So I'm focusing on negative and positive self-talk. First, I'll define it. Easy way for you to think about it. And I said it a few moments ago, self-talk is what we tell ourselves. And it's a mixture of conscious and unconscious beliefs about ourselves, our place in the world, and the world overall. Here's an example. You go to a meeting, and you have a meeting, and you talk to yourself afterwards. You have this immediate reaction. It's visceral. It's something going on. There's an emotional reaction. And you start to say something, or you start to think it in your head. It might still be quiet. It might be something you say to yourself silently. And maybe you say something like, oh my gosh, why wasn't I prepared for their questions? I had no idea they would ask those things. Or another example, you get into the car to go to a doctor's appointment, and there's traffic you didn't expect. Ah, dang it. Why don't I check the traffic? I always do the same thing. So you say something like that to yourself. That is actually a really good example because self-talk is actually oftentimes something where you exaggerate. Like, I always do this. It's always terrible. It's always bad. I always look terrible. I say stupid stuff. It's very extreme negative self-talk. Another way to think about it would be you finish one-on-one with your manager and you told yourself going in, you had like given yourself a cheer talk and you were like, yes, you're going to go in, you're going to ask for a raise. And in the meeting, you chickened out. Hey, I'm actually criticizing you here anyway, but I'm going to stick with it. You chickened out and you didn't bring the topic up of asking for a raise and you end the meeting and you tell yourself, great job. Wow. That's just fabulous. Good job advocating for yourself. Being a little extreme there as an example. So self-talk may be something like these examples. It may be something you've been doing for a while, yet never recognized. Or you feel it in a moment, and then you quickly kind of push it out of your head. It might be something under the surface. You may not actively feel what your self-talk does, and it's causing trouble for you. If it's negative, it's hurting you. It's hurting you emotionally, physically, mentally. It is not productive for your mental health, behavioral health, your health overall might be a behavior you're aware of. So what I want you to do is I really want you to figure out when you use self-talk and what you're actually saying. So the next thing to do is to stop and listen to yourself, to find the self-talk in your day. Self-talk can be tricky. It's not as easy as telling yourself, which, hey, is self-talk, to be aware of your self-talk. Hey, Lila, be aware of your self-talk. To be aware of when you're saying positive and negative things to yourself, it could be as easy as just telling yourself or not. It might hide. Again, it might be you talking to yourself and it might be under the radar for you. I want this to be practical. You know that's what I'm about. And that is also what this podcast is about, like really practical information. So look at your calendar. You know I love a good calendar. And you know I love tying leadership behaviors and development of positive behaviors, effective behaviors to your calendar. So look at your calendar and think about the meetings and situations where self-talk may come up. At least prime yourself to be ready to hear it. Okay, so look at some situations where you're like, "Mm, I don't like that meeting, I don't like that person, I don't like that topic. Mm, You know what? I bet I'm going to have some self-talk after that. So stop after a meeting. Could be after an email. Oh, that was so difficult. Why do I struggle with that? Okay, that's self-talk. Not negative, but it's you trying to figure it out. So identify a meeting, email, interaction, seeing someone, et cetera, and consider what you're saying to yourself. Let's go back to the example of you having a one-on-one with your boss. You have gone in telling yourself it's time to ask for a raise, and you don't do it. You end up, for some reason, feeling nervous or doubting yourself or feeling like it's not an opportunity to do it. Your immediate reactions, that's what I want you to think about in this example. 
or in any example, again, where you look at your calendar and you think, oh, you know what? I I had some negative thoughts around that. There was some self-talk holding me back. I want you to identify your immediate reactions. I want you to think about and listen to what you're saying. Listen for several seconds. Listen and sit in it. Write it down. Write down the things that come to mind, meaning what are you actually telling yourself? I want you to list them. It might be painful. It might not be easy to see these things and actually go through and write them down. That's okay. It's not supposed to be easy right now. What I want you to do is I want you to begin to create a record and to see some of the trends. What are the things that you're saying? What are the people that they're about? What are the behaviors, characteristics, things about you that you're actually, again, maybe talking about negatively to yourself, but just not really aware of it? So you're beginning to create that record. Then there are two ways to go about next. You could immediately look at that list and try to turn your thinking around. Change your negative self-talk to positive self-talk. You could look at the list of negative self-talk and change one of them, such as, why do I always look stupid? To, I don't sound stupid. Or you could tell yourself something cheerful or motivational, like, hey, forget about it, or don't worry about it, or don't let that drag you down. By the way, telling yourself to forget about it, don't worry about it, don't let that drag you down, it's not a big deal, that's a really natural response and reaction. Just tell yourself to do the opposite. Don't do that. Don't do that, Lila. Don't do that, Bill. Don't do that, Vikram. Warren, not not a good idea. Don't do that. Anna, don't do that. Angela, try not to do that. It's very natural to tell yourself to do the opposite. That also is where sometimes I think your development in terms of understanding the why behind self-talk gets stuck. To try not to think about it, to dismiss it as fast as possible, to shift your thinking away from it, prevents you from actually understanding what's going on, the reasons why you're saying those things. So I feel like it's a little bit of an easy out to say, don't worry about it, forget about it, don't let that drag you down. Again, I feel like it's a little bit of an easy out. It can perhaps help you in the moment, but it's not creating everlasting change. It's not creating lasting change. It's ineffective. In the short term, It's a good way to kind of like say, just get up and brush yourself off. It's okay. Now, when you do that, you try to cheer yourself on. I feel like you skim over the problem. Instead, I want you to look at your list and sit with your negative self-talk. I want you to consider the why behind your self-talk. To be more specific, why are you saying that? Why are you focusing on this negative? Why are you saying you don't look good, sound good, you don't know enough, they're bigger, they're stronger, they have bigger titles, they have more money, whatever you're kind of criticizing about yourself or comparing yourself. I want you to think about the scenario. Who was there? What was your role? What were you doing? What were they saying? Really think about the situation. And from here, I want you to learn more than what not to say to yourself, I want you to learn the why behind why you're saying it to yourself. And this is where I'll bring up again the idea of emotional intelligence or EQ. Like, where am I? How am I reacting? That's a self-awareness moment. You want to try and increase your self-awareness. Hey, I'm saying that now. Why am I saying that? Later on, when you choose to tell yourself something different or choose to consider why you're in that situation, you're then increasing your self-management. You're managing your emotional reaction. I want you to make a connection to the scenario, person, topic, meeting, et cetera. This situation where, in a way, you're kind of ruminating or kind of going to the extreme, beating yourself up, however you want to think about it, when you're focusing on something negative. 
Next thing I'd like you to do is to consider what to tell yourself instead. So you've identified it, you know what you're saying, you're starting to think about the why behind the situation. And I already told you that I feel telling yourself to like not do that. Don't do that. Be more positive. Don't worry about it, that it's not a long-term solution to view self-talk or use that type of self-talk. Instead, I want you to ask yourself, what can I do about the situation? Another way to think about it would be like, what do I choose to do here? So here's an example. Let's say you catch yourself using negative self-talk after a regularly scheduled meeting or a topic you engage in frequently. It's just like a regular thing, and it's something where there's something about that meeting that really causes you to doubt yourself. You probably can't avoid that meeting or topic. You might not be able to get the person who makes you feel bad about yourself if that's the situation. You might not be able to say, well, just they're not going to be in the meeting. It's not as simple as that. I want you to think about what's in your power to control. And I think you can do a lot more than first comes to mind. Here's what I mean. I think it's in your power to control how you prepare for this meeting. If you know it's on the calendar and going back to other another episode I've had or thinking about your calendar, what's a red part of your calendar? It saps energy from you. Green, it gives you energy. Yellow, it's kind of like in between, doesn't really impact you in terms of how you have an emotional feeling to your work. It's in your power to control how you prepare for this meeting if it leads to you having negative self-talk. If you know that this meeting, person, topic, again, whatever it is, causes you to get on the self-pity Audubon of negative self-talk and you're driving fast, stop. Stop before you start your engines to get on that, again, self-pity Audubon of negative self-talk. Aim to influence and control yourself way before the situation comes up. You can also, other ways to think about it, you can make a list of negative self-talk and then make a list of positive self-talk, things that you want to recognize in yourself such as this. Here are some examples. Remember, people admire your leadership. You know people view you as a leader. Keep that in mind. You're supporting leadership in engineering. Be proud of that. And then a final one, you've done this tons of times before, and it always goes well. Those are valid ways to also change the negative self-talk to more positive. I'd again still like to know the reason why though, the why behind the negative self-talk. Other examples would be more general phrases to help you with your emotional intelligence in these situations, using mantras that remind you of an overall feeling of calm or ease or being relaxed or not getting um, frustrated about it. So mantras like, this too shall pass, the sun will rise tomorrow, It's not rocket science. Nobody's going to die. It seems very extreme, but that's another one I've heard. And then water off a duck. Okay. Water off a duck is often one that I tell myself. Like if I'm in a situation where it's like, this feels really big. And I'm like, you know, I love water off a duck. Water off a duck. So that's also another way to counter your negative self-talk. These are all acceptable solutions. I just want you to go a little beyond the acceptable and dig deeper and consider what self-talk or mantras are more powerful for you. And that means understanding the why behind the negative self-talk. Okay, as I start to wrap up, I mentioned that I was going to share two books with you, two resources. I really like the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. In that book... The author talks about five levels of self-talk. They include, um, or I'll list them for you, negative acceptance, recognition, and the need to change, the decision to change, the better you, and universal affirmation. I think that's a really good book. Once again, that's What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. That's uh, H-E-L-M-S-T-E-T-T-E-R. 
And then for fun, for kicks, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Daily Affirmations by Stuart Smalley, a.k.a. Al Franken, which is just a fun way to kind of think about like, hey, I think on April 15th, one of Stuart Smalley's affirmations is, I deserve getting an extension to file my taxes, okay? Because it's April 15th, which is tax day in the US. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Um, Now, it can be tough to sit into what you're saying about yourself, to kind of get into the why. Yet, if you don't, it's not going to go away, okay? So it's not going to go away. You're not going to be able to tell yourself, don't worry about it, not a big deal. It's not as easy as telling you not to do something like that. I mean, like, hey, if it were that easy, wouldn't we probably not have a need for many other things in our lives to help us? Because it would be much easier to convince us to do what is the best optimal decision for us. I would love to know your examples, your negative self-talk, the why, and what you want to tell yourself. Instead, your positive self-talk, share it with me. Send it to podcast at awesomeleader.com. Again, would love to hear some of your self-talk. Final thought for you, uh, recent research suggests that if you use your name, so you speak in the third person versus I speaking in the first person, you're better able to regulate your self-talk. You distance yourself. You talk about yourself in the third person, Lila, let's think about what went wrong there. Lila, let's think about the experience you have and how you've helped others in the past. When you talk about yourself in the third person, it helps you to kind of step away and consider a fly-on-the-wall approach to see yourself with less emotion, to see yourself as a more rational person, being a more rational situation, less critical, and that actually can increase your ability to make more connections to your brain, build that gray matter, make connections and change your self-talk. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay, try talking about yourself in the third person. Okay, Lila, it's now time to finish up this podcast and move on to quarterly tax prep. I'm just kidding. There's no self-talk that gets me ready for that. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. Also, if you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. 